0: Hello, all, and welcome to the Fantasy and Sci-Fi Fanatics Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Kubal. Today, I have with me a returning guest for the third time, CM Quinn. How are you doing today?
1: I'm
2: good. Just woke up and, uh, yeah, ready to crack <laughs> on with my day.
0: I said today, I should have said this morning for you over there. <laughs> uh, people yeah, don't thanks. remember. We're in a different time zone, so... <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's uh
0: 9.15 in the morning on Saturday for the moment. I think I got 9.14 on Friday. I do like it, though, because it is helpful, especially in the winter where I don't think go anywhere. It's nice to have people to talk to on a Friday night after my, my wife goes to bed with being pregnant. Sometimes she can't make it to nine. So it's kind of nice to get to talk to writers. Um, usually around here, it's like people are out um, putting my own kids to bed or something. So you can always find someone in Australia to talk to about writing on a Friday night. So friday and saturday night so it feels good uh we'll get right in there with that first question what have you been up to since our last interview
1: Um, i think it was uh,
0: january or february
2: yeah um it's definitely been a crazy few months yeah
1: yeah, yeah.
2: um i finally finally got around to finishing the edits uh for the queen of blood and fury so book two in my fantasy series um had some Unexpected uh, hiccups with that, which I didn't really see coming. My formatter actually ghosted me about a week and a half out from release.
1: Wow. And
2: um, unfortunately, because it was so close to release, I couldn't push back the release date. Um, oh. So I had to, at very short notice, learn how to format um, and do all of that myself in about 48 oh, wow.
1: hours. Whoa. Um, wow. Wow.
2: Which was a stressful experience, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I had to go away about two days later. So I didn't actually have time to see the print copy of Mm. the formatting. But I just kind of had to, like, I looked at the file. I was like, yep, looks good. I'm happy. And I was like, well, I can't delay it. I can't release. So I put it out into the world. And (laughs) six weeks later, and yeah, here I am. Finally got a proof of it, Oh, wow, that looks amazing. So. Yeah, it, it came out really well. Um there were
1: yeah.
2: a, I think one issue with this one is I made the font a little on the smaller side and a couple of other little things. So it kind of threw out mm. my page count, which then in turn throughout the actual image itself. Um so it looks a little center, but I had quickly fixed that. I just increased the size and then it was, it matched the original file that I had. So it looks now all centered. Um, but I just oh, have this cool. one copy that's kind of, uh, yeah, but I I'm, was I'm super stoked. Like I'd never done formatting before. I, like,
0: oh, yeah, I yeah. did a
2: thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I definitely know that feeling. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I still love the cover. It looks absolutely amazing, especially in paperback. So,
2: yeah, it definitely like, uh, yeah, like it definitely came out. Oh, really that's awesome. cool. Um, yeah, it looks great. I've never loved it, so I never so I didn't know how I was gonna do it, but I had a program Atticus that I was intending to use to start using. A static- fantasy series that's coming out later at some point um (laughs) I just didn't anticipate using the program earlier but
1: here we are
0: kind of got your feet wet a little bit there you know there and that (laughs) yeah I always wonder what that like
2: yeah, I don't think I just ended being thrown in the deep end. Um, you know, four or five days out of my expected trip. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm formatting it all. And luckily I had all the typo <laughs> corrections from the proof copy, so I was able to just jump onto my Word document and I was able to make corrections, like the typo corrections myself. So that was thank god I made a lovely little spreadsheet for my formatter. Um mm. that I didn't end up using so uh, you live and learn and um <laughs> uh, it's it's just been an experience and i've just been coming yeah. i've only been back about two weeks now so i've kind of just been getting my feet wet a bit with um with editing again and just getting back into marketing but it's a, it's a whole oh, experience
0: yeah, yeah well it's, it's funny that you mentioned that i had met uh latrell on um um when it's gonna be a future episode and he was uh just got done with this first uh science fiction novel and he said the same thing he's like you know get done the interview and we we're just discussing you know how we you know with indie authors in particular always oh, it's just it's, it's just so much work right you, you think you're done writing the book and then you're done editing the book and the book's ready but then you know, if you're going to actually do indie, it's like you got to do all the other stuff, too. And it's like the the many hats that you have to wear. It just it ends up being a lot, you know, So um, we discussed that quite a bit. But it sounds like, you know, you had that experience tenfold with having to be thrust into the formatting, you know, and and things like that. And, you know, short time frames, too. Right. So, yeah, that's that's a lot.
2: The I think the only slightly frustrating part now is because I'm very particular with all the books matching. So now I'm mm. going back through book one um, and I didn't have a table with book one that I'd given to my formatter because we'd done it over a dozen or so emails of typo ah, corrections sure. and stuff. Um, so now I'm going through my old proof copy, which is riddled with typos. Like it's not the version that's currently for sale mm. um with typos and little, and little like formatting quirks and stuff so I'm being able to go back through that and you know making all the corrections and drawing that up yeah. onto a table it's definitely a really interesting moment of seeing how much my writing style has just even changed over the past 12 months yeah so not yeah to the point where it's a completely portable, but just skill wise I can see Mm. a difference um which made me feel really good a little bit cringe at times I'm like why did I write this
0: (laughs) definitely understand the cringe (laughs) I do think that 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 is interesting that you bring up though you know with the the difference I always ask people about that because to me that just it's almost like you're you know multiple writers right and I remember Ari Salvatore the first book I read of his I was like oh, okay like this is really good but then when I went back and actually read his first book I was like oh wow was like this was totally different than you know his first actual yeah. book is totally different than one I actually read you know I think the one I read he was already like 14 years in or something so you know he was pretty much master of his craft by then so it was really interesting so that to me has always been you know interesting um for growth development so yeah. I think that'd be really interesting to, you know, see book one versus book two But Oh, my Gmail. I don't know why my Gmail keeps closing here. Uh, So for number two, there, so current projects. So still formatting a little bit. Um, And then you said, you know, you're, so you're fixing the formatting, sorry for book one. Um,
1: yeah,
0: I'm just curious in terms of your, how you set up your, how are you setting up your spreadsheet? Then you mentioned that in the spreadsheet a couple of times. Are you, setting it up for like by chapters and then trying to find like spelling so, um and then typos like separately or like how did you kind of set that up
2: um so the way i found it so the way i set it up with book two um actually was a godsend so it was basically just a word document i ended up just doing it in word because it was just i i prefer functioning in word um yeah, yeah 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 so in one column smart so in one column i would have um the ro- i would have like the chapter the page um of like where the fault was mm. um the middle column would be what the what the like like an excerpt including where that dodgy bit of sentence oh, was yeah um, or what the typo was and then in the third one i would include the correction now i would not just in that middle column i wouldn't just include the one misspelled word because That can be a real prick to try and search on a web document. Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah.
2: So I would include like a quarter of that sentence because then I would search it and it would take me straight to it. So it saved me, you know, scrolling through a document trying to find it because, you know, there might be three or four pages between an error or it might be half a page. But this means I keep track and then... I can actually tick off as I go and be like, yeah, I've done this one, this one, this one. And it just means it's a little bit more logical and it just means I don't forget anything. So I, yeah, I highly recommend that as a, as a little technique when it comes to those, that like final, final yes. edit for when you're doing your print copies.
0: Yeah. That's, that's super smart. It's so. funny. I just was curious because, a lot of people have mentioned that recently when i've listened to other podcasts but but no one's actually talked about um you know like how they actually set it up so to me that that's really interesting i think that that's a really smart way to do it especially not just putting one of my friends put just one word he's like oh i misspelled this word so they try to look it up he's like it's popping up 450 times because apparently i use this yeah. phrase a lot i'm like well that's Lessons learned, right? <laughs> Make things easier for yeah, yourself, like not harder. You
1: put in
2: Even partial of the sentence when you go to look for it in your Word document or whatever program you use, it takes you straight there, and yeah. then you can just do your corrections and then just move on. And it works <laughs> so well.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely um, like feeling
2: that. Yeah, like I had designed that for ease for my formatter and now that they're off doing god knows what um i'm now taking advantage and using it myself which it works it 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 worked really quickly that meant that i was able to get through like 102 other corrections um within a matter of hours instead of like painstaking read it and not miss one because i can get a bit tired and skim through
0: yeah. Yeah. I think that's smart for, for anybody really to use, you know, in terms of formatting, like even to give before, cause I don't, I don't know, you know, a lot about, you know, how, what the prices are for formatting and stuff for everybody. But I do know a few people who, you know, have, you know, paid certain formatters recently. And, you know, I had one friend that said, you know, if I had done a better job, you know, myself, it would have cost less, you know, um, yeah, obviously if you're editing your book better, you know, you're, you're paying less for the editor. Um, per audience so you know I just thought that was interesting I was like I never considered that for for formatting you know and I said it makes sense you know you just you know I feel like I just wasn't really thinking about it. I was thinking more of an editing standpoint but I think that that makes a lot of sense with how you did it I think that that that's actually what I'm going to do um, after he mentioned it I was like that's a really good idea so I think yeah. that that's just that sounds like a brilliant plan We'll we'll give you credit though we'll call it the Quinn method so you know something cool like that we'll come up with something catchy so
1: yeah.
2: and um like it does get easier with formatting now i'm more a a comfortable with it than i was like mm. that was mad um atticus is a really good program if no one has an apple computer apple i think the equivalent is up. um mm. and then i just went on to Etsy and I found an artist I really liked and I bought a bundle of like little images and stuff that I'm going to be using oh, as cool. like breaks um, and chapter headers. Um, I think they commercial hmm. license for that bundle I got like nearly 100 images or 60 to oh, wow. 100 images. i think that me I'm trying to think. It cost me about 200 Australian, which I think was about 150 something US Um, My convert might be off, but I think that's ballpark.
0: Um, Yeah, it's it's rough that that here.
2: Yeah, so I'll be doing that for The Girl of Ash and and I'll be doing it Mm. for my SAP project once Mm. that decides that it's ready. So we'll see how that goes.
0: That's really cool. That's that's, that's also a really good strategy. We were just talking about doing that. Um, Oh. I remember I had i remember what I had a few interviews the last couple of weeks and now it like it breezed by so I'm totally blanking on which female author I I was just discussing this with her um in terms of doing the same thing for her book and I had never I hadn't considered going on Etsy for that and she had mentioned that so we had talked about that in our interview so I I have that as a note um
1: yeah.
0: to look up for this weekend. Uh, Because we, you know, when she was explaining that to me, I was like, I just never considered doing that before. So I think that 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 also is a really good tip and really, really smart because, you know, I found a lot of really good stuff on there. Probably too much, you know, but uh, I think that that's a a really good resource. It's funny to see how far Etsy's come, you know, within the last, you know, I think when I first got it, it was like 14 years ago, you know, something like that, like right out of college, but it's interesting to see all the, you know, the different things that, you know have popped up there now so yeah that's that's a really good idea
2: yeah it's um it's definitely been a godsend for finding like commercial licensing printers because I was mm. like where are the, all these formatters find their images like where are they sourcing yeah. them from and um yeah, yeah I was just trawling through the internet trying to buy, trying to find that's it hard. and um, yeah, I came across Etsy and I was like those images are perfect. That's what I need. And I was like, oh, that's not too expensive. Like, that's really cheap. And then yeah. I got putting sort of chatting with the um, the artist and they were like, oh, that's for just, like, personal use. Here's the commercial cost. And I'm like, well, yes, I'm paying that. Um, <laughs> but, no, they were amazing. And I, I absolutely love the products that I've got from them as well. So I'm excited. I've got a number of images that I've got in mind for the reformatting of the girl of ashen's let's see how that
0: goes
1: oh that's super cool fingers oh, crossed awesome.
0: yeah 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 yeah. Well, oh, that's super cool yeah I, I i just i think that's a really good idea i don't think that most people myself included would have thought of that so i think that that's really that's really smart i like when people think smarter and not harder and <laughs> do it better than i did so or somebody i know so yeah i think that was really smart um this is my favorite question of course per usual I know the audience is tired of me saying this for everybody but um I always love hearing about people's books and then be able to spread that that's why we do the podcast uh my buddy and I so for number three can you tell us what your book the queen of blood and fury is about amazing title by the way
2: uh, <laughs> thank you um so the queen of blood and fury is a direct sequel uh of the girl of Arshen. so it takes uh it takes off up- probably not even half an hour, an hour after the events of Wukwun. So it's a very, like, quick, there's no huge time skip jump. Um, And it follows our protagonists as they find themselves uh, embroiled in a bit of a city siege and, uh, you know, demonic enemies kind of rising up in the shadows and old enemies, you know, reappearing. So you've got a clash of multiple realms and worlds in uh, in this one city. And it's all all kind of coming to a head and you uh, get a bit more of a hint in what's to come for the next few books as well. But this is definitely much more of a high stakes, high action, uh, fantasy, kind of just all out city sage, which I had so much fun writing.
0: <laughs> I do remember so some people in the audience, if you've listened to us, you know, since the beginning, you might be like, wow, that sounds really familiar. Well you know, we have had CM Quinn on in the past. So I do just want to insert here, you know, that she's been on twice with us in the past. So make sure, you know, you go back and, you know, take a look at our first interview for book one. And then, you know, she did mention some of these things for book two. Uh, So it's really cool to, for me, you know, to have somebody that's been on from, you know, really like beginning, you know, till now, you know, where book two's been released. So um, I think that's awesome. I still think that your book cover for book two I, I just love the red first of all. And the title I think is amazing. I still really enjoy just the the image just itself. I was actually just looking on Kindle um last night when I was flipping through and I just I still think it just looks amazing. So I think that, that still from when we talked from interview two, I still think that was a just a brilliant choice on your part. I still really like um where, you know, I was putting things together for TikTok and stuff for us for this um so I just thought it was just so cool when I, I had the images on one document side by side for book one and two and they just look really really good side by side so I just I don't know I did I always like and I, we talked about this before I always like when people you know match their cover somewhat you know where you can tell it's the same author and series or yeah. you know and things like that and I think that personally from a marketing standpoint if you know you look at your book one and two I think that That really does a really good job of that. So I don't know. I, I, you know, I think it really shares, uh, shows the common theme, you know, you got something, you know, obviously, you know, it's different, you know, because it's book two, but, you know, a lot of the same, I think it's really that premise, right? Like you're promising a lot of the same things, right? um with the characters you know the interactions and things like that maybe setting but you know you're still giving somebody a new story and I think your covers really match that type of advertising um you know and what it is so I think it's really hard to do book one and book two for a lot of people um you know particularly from the you know the cover standpoint but I thought you did a really good job with that so I yeah really excited (laughs) I actually just got done we're getting done with our book club books so we're um starting to go through indie books now. So I was like so excited. So we got book one for you uh coming up really soon. So just gotta get through uh and Book of the Fallen uh the last one. <laughs> Cripple God. I was telling my buddy I was like I am like, I need to be done. I'm like, it's been a great journey, but I was like, I need a palate cleanser. So we gotta I think we have you and um we had nine other indies. We got um trying to get for February she wrote trying to get ahead a little bit. Uh, yeah excuse me. I'm losing my voice Um, yeah but my friend said that he was like oh my gosh he goes he like he you know he's like a child he he can't just look at you know your first book and be like okay we're going to read that one he of course had to look at this you know next book and he's like oh my gosh that cover I'm like I know I know I was like don't get ahead and read the back I'm like we're not you're not there yet so we had a couple books get spoiled that way so trying to learn from our mistakes but uh, yeah, I was just well- curious oh go ahead
2: I mean, I, I won't reveal the image, but I may or may not have book three's cover and title already locked in. Um, and I may already have the book. I have the book title. I haven't actually finished the draft yet. Oh, that's yet.
0: cool. Um, oh, that's really cool.
2: But when I tell you, like, absolute chills when I got this cover, like, I got so excited because it's a different colour theme as well. Um, oh, so wow. each of the books obviously will have a slightly different colour theme. Um, yeah, so when yeah. I do have stock available for this book, uh, when people do order it, instead of being sealed with a gold seal, it will be sealed with a black seal. And I won't say what. Look, book three might be a blue or a green colour.
1: Mm.
2: You know, it might be there might be some more uh, interesting little details on the cover, but. Um, that is certainly uh, some months away before I give a little peeks to that cover as well. Yeah. But,
1: um, and oh, also, sure. you
2: know, to finish the draft, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Mibler, the cover company that I use, is freaking incredible. Like, they nailed the brief um, yeah. both times. Yep. And with yep. the third one, they just... So good. I got so excited when I saw it. And I was like, ah, oh, I just... I really want them to do book four's cover as well, mm. but I have to restrain myself. So <laughs> <laughs> don't, I don't have a lot of restraint.
0: That's fair. That's fair. So, well, it's funny that you mentioned that because that's what, so my buddy, he, he's my tech guy, right? So I think I mentioned that to people on here before. So, you know, he's really been helping me. So we went through the 10 different companies, like bigger companies, um, you know, for indie authors, for covers, um, know but i actually had shown him both of you know your books and in this series and i you know i said well you know these were done by this company and he you know he said the same thing i did he was like okay sold he goes we're gonna go with that one and i'm like are you sure and i was trying to show him a couple others he goes no we're gonna go with that one and i'm like okay i said that's that's also what i felt and ever since our second interview it's funny because you know i have several other people on that i just absolutely like adore their covers and, you know, I don't look them up ahead of time um, because I want them in the interview to also tell me so I could, you know, kind of do some research myself on what I like and don't like, um, you know, in the market. And they said the same thing, though. So, he, you know, we've talked about that, him and me, the last several weeks were like, yep, sold. Um, but one of the first ones was definitely, you know, yours, uh, your two covers. So it's funny that, you know, three other three or four, I can't remember, three or four other authors, the same thing happened. So we just had that conversation actually this past Sunday for book club we're like yeah going with that company so I'm so happy that I'm so happy that you're so happy um you know with your covers and with book three so that makes you feel really good so yeah that's super well, cool
2: I mean so for my sapphic series that I've got coming out the book cover I actually got that was actually a pre-made um mm-hmm. and I hadn't I was kind of humming and harring whether I went for the pre-made and it only just happened that I was scrolling through and they had the perfect cover. And I was like, it's fake. It has to be fake.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to, uh, to release that one. <laughs> either December as well, but that might be a new year release. It's just going to depend on, I am They've been very busy with work, so I haven't been able to get through the edits, the last edits, as quickly as I would have liked. But um we'll see how that goes. Publishing is not a quick <laughs> process, and I really wish it was. I really wish I could be like, "Yep, the book's ready to go." I can get you know twenty copies to my website uh, in two days, but unfortunately, um it uh, it certainly takes a little bit. So I would love to, but i um, like, I really want to get stock on my website for the Queen of Blood and Fury, but mm. I'm still waiting on one more copy come from Amazon. And then if that looks good, then I'll put in a bowl of water. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully get stock in time. I feel so bad because, like, the only place at the moment that I can get it that people can buy is Amazon because I haven't even had a chance to get it loaded with Ingram Sparks. Like, it's just... Mm. <laughs> like thank you to my readers for their support and loyalty uh for just it is my life right now
0: (laughs) that and that and that in a nutshell is literally has been my entire summer till now (laughs) because like we're trying to match people up with you know release dates for their podcasts with this and then you know it just was such a mess because people you know had it just everybody had everything all over, you know. We had editors, we had, you know, got COVID or had something happen, you know, or whatever. And you know, um, cover artists, same things. I mean, it was just like it was a madhouse. I told people, I'm like, in the future, really sorry, I said, but for the rest of this season, I was like, I have to get ahead for when my baby comes. I was like, so I'm trying to, you know, do enough and, you know, keep, you know, everybody um, trying to push everything forward for people. Um, as much as possible I, like, I guess what in the future was we'll have to try and you know just assign people you know first come first serve and then this is your date kind of thing it just it was such a mess I had to try and unravel it all so I can only imagine, you know, It's just, I was like, Oh my gosh, this, these aren't even my books and I'm stressed for all these authors. <laughs> like I just, you know, it was, and you know, people are calling me, Oh, I'm so sorry. So I'm like, it's not your fault. I'm like, you're just, you know, you're waiting on a product. We're trying to do a thing. And it's, it's, yeah. my buddy goes, yeah, I don't, I don't think this quite worked. I said, well, we tried, you know, but I'm like, that just yeah. goes to show you, you know, the, how the market has been, you know, and it's funny how, yeah, you know, I feel like it was it was definitely obviously affected by COVID, but I still feel like a, a lot of people would think it's just back to normal and it's really not. So it's an interesting thing to have to keep thinking about. So uh,
2: I just want it to be back into a normal kind of pace again. I'm hoping in the next <laughs> week or so that my work schedule will abruptly is off. Um, hopefully, should get some final assessments started work in the next couple of days. Which means once that's done, I can go back to writing. I can go back to editing. Oh, awesome. um, one of them times out really well. I pretty much finish an assessment, and if I pass it and it goes really well, um, I pretty much get to throw myself completely into Nano Writing Month, which I won't finish oh, awesome. in a month. But I definitely should get. I should get. Hopefully, Act Two. Of book oh, three, cool. I was about to say the title, but
1: <laughs> um,
2: of book three, sorted of. Um, I just had to make sure that my uh, my camera wasn't. I've got my whiteboard <laughs> next to me, and I felt like the title, was massive, <laughs> uh, handwritten on it with like all the plot notes for parts so <laughs> like, up to and I'm like, oh, and just need to yeah, just, just like tilt the camera over here.
0: Yeah, I say, don't do that because then my tech guy's going to be mad at me because the editing he'd have to do is <laughs> not being friends with me. <laughs> it's like when I messed up somebody's name a while back before YouTube allowed you to splice. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We had to like run it through one program. He had, to, I don't even know, he magically did it, but he was like, that took three and a half hours. He's like, can you just ask people how to say their names from now on? I'm like, I promise you I will. <laughs> and I have ever since. But yeah, that's really funny. Um, oh. I know I know all and about super. that though. I keep thinking when are when are, when are we gonna get back to normal? <laughs> My writing schedule has definitely not, but the last couple of weeks I've tried to figure that out. So I'm hoping by next week I can get back on more of a you know normal type of schedule. I'm glad that, you know, Nana Remo is next month, like we talked about first recording. I think that'll help me get back to some sort of <laughs> semblance of a schedule. But
1: I'm, I'm hoping
2: that'll be the thing that I need to do back in the year because I, I haven't had time to do any drafting. Um, mm, yeah. And this may make some readers cry a little, but I haven't done any drafting and really any editing, like heavy editing, since about June. Mm. Um, so it's just, it's been a very busy, very crazy time with work. And I just, I haven't had the time to sit down, like, even when I've had the time, my brain is like, no, you need to be studying, you need to be doing this, this, and this. You, yeah. You know, you need to focus on this. So I haven't had any time, which is, I'm telling myself, we're still going to get released next year. Um, yeah, yeah. But it is going to be a very big book. Um, I'm probably expecting over two to 250,000 words for that. Oh, wow. Um. So I kind of want to manage a little bit of expectations with it mm. might not be ready by Christmas next year. I would love for it to be ready by Christmas next year, but it's going to take me probably at least four or five months at minimum. Um, a very busy writing to get it done. But yeah, yeah. whilst Book 3 might not release next year, um, My Sapphic Fantasy should book 2 of that one should also release next year. So... Oh, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I've got a lot of projects. I think if I manage it, I will try and get three out next year. Um, oh wow. <laughs> we'll see. I feel how like that's goes. pretty close to I what your goal like was, though.
0: Bit. Yeah, I feel like that was pretty close yeah, to what your goal um, was for your interview too.
2: Wanted... Yeah, so I'm, I'm well, well behind on the drafting count for that. Um, so I think the next six months is just going to be an insane amount of writing um, <laughs> and probably more than one or two nano writing month kind of challenges. Um, so my poor brain's probably going to get very burned out, but <laughs> I really want to get book books redone. Um, there's a lot of really exciting stuff that I've been like one- wanting to write for like, two and a half three years now like i've had oh, these wow. particular scenes in my head for so long and i'm like yes now i get to <laughs> now i get to write them i've done all this stuff yeah. up and i get to write lots and lots of uh chaos which is
1: what i'm loving <laughs> at the moment so
0: oh that's awesome I do you love you some chaos uh so you kind of mentioned this earlier. So I'm really interested in this. So you mentioned, you know, the difference in writing book one and two, you know, and then a little bit uh, between two and three. But what have you noticed um, that has changed about your sales from book one to book two? Um, has your approach to sales changed at all from book one to book two?
2: It has, in the sense that I'm beginning to learn a little bit more that in terms of marketing series, you tend to have to market one more um Mm. even when you've got like a new release out for your series like you'll do a bit of marketing for that but it's really hard to market for like book two or book three in a series um because that doesn't really get readers in the like new readers in the door Mm. if you've already got somebody that's potentially read book one they're gonna read book two like Mm. they're probably more likely to read book two so Mm. i'm now kind of reminding myself i need to go back to the drawing board and. Do much more um, heavy marketing to get people in the door for my series, but mm. it is hard because statistics do show that readers are more likely to pick up a series that's completed. Um, so there's definitely that pressure <laughs> to get a series completed because
1: yeah, definitely some not readers <laughs> just
2: won't pick up a like they just won't pick up a series that's completed and I'm guilty of that. I know that if I hear that. I see an author's got like three books out and then oh, I'm like, oh, but the last book in series comes out in three months. I'm like, I'm not buying all three books now. I'll read them in a week and then I'm just going to be in pain the next two months. Like, So I'm not trying to beat myself up too much with slow sales for that. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to get new readers in the door, and then hoping I keep them entertained enough in book one that, They stick around for book two, book three, and eventually book four. So it's, it's. I'm learning, yeah, it's more focusing on on book one sales at the moment, Um, which really sucks. Like, I haven't gotten any reviews, unfortunately, yet on book two, which has been Mm. a bit of a grind, but I'm getting now back into more marketing, so I'm hoping I'll start getting some more reviews coming in over the next uh few weeks few months so yeah to anyone who does read uh, my stuff please 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 review (laughs) it does it does
1: help
0: it it really does I had a couple people this summer who we did like um oh we're in a couple Facebook groups together and um I think Sean Crow actually helped start one of them on accident but we did like a like a blitzkrieg so anybody that read a particular indie author I remember which group it was in now it was fun though like I went and read some people and then they're like we're gonna read by this date and then we're gonna blitzkrieg the reviews on this date so then we all just read whoever's book and then we went and reviewed it all at the same time so some people went from like 25 reviews to like you know, like 75, like within just like, you know, like a week or something like that. So I think actually I'm gonna have to try and get people to go back and start doing that again. But it was really fun, you know, like I got some really good books, read some really good authors and we blitzkrieged them. So it was really interesting. But it's funny that you mentioned that though with series being done, cause I'm so bad at this. And my buddy I was just with, he's just like, <laughs> he goes, you're so horrible. I will, anytime I see something new, I'm like, ooh, shiny. And <laughs> it doesn't matter so bad. Um, You know, and I'm like, Oh, that looks good. You know, and it's a book one. And I'm like, I think it's because I'm used to it from books though, because, you know, I went through so many back in the day, like Marvel and DC, they were great and everything, but like, you know, there were like, when invincible first came out, I was like, Oh, this looks so cool. And to me, I was like, Oh, I want something unique. So I really went and found a lot of unique, you know, Issues number one or something like that or mini series and stuff. So I think that's where my love of new comes in. If I see it's a, a number one, I'm like, yep, let's do it. So I think that's uh it's not good for my Kindle, let's just say that much because I got all these book ones everywhere. I'll read one yeah. and then I'll go to another one. Then I forget that they have a second one. So I'm glad Kindle's starting to, you know, send the suggestions and stuff. And I linked up with Goodreads, so that's definitely helped, but yeah that's funny i'm definitely i'll, I'll just i'll read whoever <laughs> Especially if the, has a really good cover and blurb but
2: i mean i'm uh my tbr is enormous right now and i'm just i was like oh god i've got so much reading to do i've got so much writing to do oh, i need to be writing and not reading that i want to read because i've got i just yeah. bought so many books over the past few months and i've just done no reading i just keep i'm like oh And I'm like, the same
1: as you. I'm like, ooh, shiny, new book,
0: new pretty book. I, I don't, my wife goes, I don't know if buying you a Kindle was a good idea or a bad idea. Cause she goes, now you can get books for 99 cents. And she goes, you know, too many authors. So when they go on sale, I buy it. And then, you know, if I really like the book, then I'll go and buy the paperback, you know? And then if I really like that, then I'll go buy the Audible. She's like, I think I she goes, I think you spent more book, um, books now than you did before we just bought paperbacks because at least you know you could only bring so many home in a bag or so many shelves and stuff yeah. she, I was like I'm trying not to go crazy because I feel like the Kindle is like you know I think of like Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility so I'm trying not to go you know completely bankrupt but it is really hard with you know when it sends you suggestions and you know I'm like oh, that does look really cool I've been trying to add things make it like a game I've been trying to add like tend to my wish list before buying a new one and then yeah. kind of going back through and stuff. So I've been trying to been trying to restrain myself. I think it's going to be really hard once Christmas comes though, because that's how it was last year. And then I, on my phone, on the Kindle app, I, I had so many, I mean, it was crazy. People bought me like I had two twenty $25 gift cards and man, did I make that last? I probably bought like a hundred books with that. Thing, so. And I found a yeah, lot that I were am. just like free and stuff. So.
2: I just got, a. I I just had my birthday recently. So I, am. Uh, my sister actually got me an Amazon gift card and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so excited. But I'm like, do I spend this on like two paperbacks because books in Australia aren't always the cheapest or do I just like go absolutely ballistic with like 40 million Kindle books? And I was like, oh, my my tbr is just going to get even bigger so i'm like do i just get the paperback and that way my tbr doesn't grow by like 40 books instead of like yeah
0: yeah yeah it's funny though that we have that problem now where i feel like you know 10 years ago it was like you know i had an ipad from school and they put the kindle app on there for us so that when we were with the little kids you know we could buy stuff through school and stuff well there were a bunch of you know, cheap books and stuff I just bought for myself on there. you know, and but, like, you know, I think they were like David uh, Dagliash like had just started writing at that time um or just publishing books. So he had like his half work series, and then I think his first one through tour or orbit just had just come out. But like, you know, it was interesting because there really wasn't much on there that I wanted to read. You know, I guess now it's like almost, you know, you know what I mean? And now it's like, I'll find something every five seconds and it's nice though. You know, I think, you know, it really goes to show particularly with the indie market, you know, like how, how great of a shift it's been, you know, where now it's like, you know, you and I can't keep money in our pocket. Whereas before, you know, it was really hard to get people to spend money on indie, uh, particularly with, you know, fantasy in general. Uh, So I just think it's interesting now, you know, where it's like, I can't even pick now with a $25 gift card, you know? And, you know, I, that might be 25 books. So it's really interesting. I think it really goes to show, you know, that, you know, it's, it is hard to find your audience. But when you do, you know, it's, you know, I think they're really loyal. So it's an interesting market now. But...
2: Yeah, the market's definitely changed. Like, I still remember being younger and just the pushback that when ebooks started to become a thing, when industry was like, you know, ebooks are going to destroy the publishing industry. And, mm. It was very doom and gloom when ebooks first yeah. kind of started to take on the market, um, yeah. and now that you kind of just expect that the publishing industry, for the most part, really seems to have taken it on and has embraced it as a medium. So, yeah, yeah, it's, there's so many platforms as well. I'm currently just Kindle, Kindle exclusive. Whether I go broad down the track, I'm not quite sure at this stage. I like Kindle. For the most part <laughs> as an exclusive. So it's just it's just easier to manage. Um I might go to like Kobo or something down the track when I want to mm-hmm. sort of break away from Amazon. But for now, I'm pretty happy with Amazon services and we'll see we'll see how that goes in the future.
0: Yeah. I just had a friend in a private group and he was like, Yeah, I just he like texted everybody because I knew for about a month he was gonna go from Kindle to Wide and he just like I didn't know when he was going to do it and then he just did it and he like messaged us he was like I did it I did it I went wide I went wide and he was like freaking out for about three weeks his sales like decreased so much and that it was just like a trickle and then all of a sudden it they went right back up again and he did better but then you know we had another friend the same group where it was the opposite. So, you know, he's like, Oh, I went back into Kindle and then it took him a while to, you know, to get his Kindle sales back up again. So it's interesting. It's still really is interesting to me to see, you know, who does well with that, who fluctuates, you know, I do think it's still nice though as indie, which is why, you know, keep referring to myself as indie because I like having that ability to decide. I still think having that ability to decide is just having control. I think over your product is just, far better for me and we talked earlier right you know where you have to do everything yourself but at the end of the day I I really like that you know I like how you did your books you know I like how you did your covers I like how you did your formatting you know I think those you know images in the the book look fantastic and a lot of those times you know with traditional publishing you know unless you're Brandon Sanderson or Patrick you know they're not going to let you do those within your book you know so I just think you know especially with Kickstarter too you know you get a lot more autonomy.
2: Well, there's, and that's definitely not a guarantee with traditional publishing in the sense so that you're going to get a cover that yeah. you necessarily like as well. Um, yep. I've seen a few people traditionally publish at the moment and, you know, I've seen some that have just come out with absolutely gorgeous covers and, like, mm-hmm. the publishing house did an amazing job. And then I've seen others where I'm like, it doesn't look great. Right. Yeah, and I'm like... Yeah, Like 200 bucks, and I'm like, yep. do they do that on like Canva. I mean, don't me, and even then, I'm, I'm saying that because I've seen some really good covers made on Canva.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But yeah, I've seen some just average covers, and I'm just like, you've put in all this effort to, you know, to grow your business and to, you know, to grow your name, and you've, you know, you've got published, and that's the cover that they give you. Um uh my my heart just went out to them and I could tell that they yeah. were a little like a little disappointed with it. So yeah, it's it is a process. Um I think you know one option is unfortunately not necessarily better than the other, it just kind of some just work better for other people and yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of just have to figure it through it and figure out where you know where it all sits for you. So you know, I lucked out with a really good cover company, which, you know, the only reason I even found them was because someone else in my Discord server who was publishing at the time, um, she had commissioned a cover through as well and I really loved it. And I got it. Mm. I think I got a discount when I used them the first time because she'd referred me to them. So oh, like
1: cool. if
2: anyone, yeah. So I think if you or anyone wants to use uh, like to get, I think it's like 15% off um oh, okay. I think okay. not the company but like I'm pretty cool like just hit me up on social media and like you can use my name as a reference to get like 15% off I think it's like the first order um oh, okay and then with Miblo really watch them around Christmas time as well um because they do a lot of sales around holiday periods I think I got 20 Twenty or twenty-five percent off one of my covers. because oh, wow! I I think it was actually book three's cover. They were doing a Christmas special. Like I had not even really started to write the book, but I was like, "Well, I might as well just order the cover now. I know what the I know what the title is. Yeah, I know what yeah. I want on the cover." Um, the reason I can't order the cover now, and yeah, I got you know I got it for you know forty dollars cheaper because I just did it in advance. So always keep oh, wow, an eye out cool. on like companies like that, especially around, because you can get some really good deals for others so oh, Always ask you heard if that. you can uh, save a little bit more coin. Yeah. Yeah. Niblar does a lot of sales. So you kind of just watch their watch their website because they'll mm. usually do a lot of sales, particularly around Christmas.
0: Oh, that's cool. sorry, my Gmail keeps doing this. Thing. It just keeps like disappearing on me. It's getting kind of crazy. Um, so we did talk about number six. Cool. Um, oh, I'm sorry. So we did talk a little bit about differences for you for, for, uh, book one and book two. Um, but have any of your writing habits themselves changed from book one to book two?
2: I think my process about how I tackle a book has definitely changed. I wrote mm. book two in a very condensed amount of period like a very condensed amount of time. I had the time to do so, but in terms of how I tackle like the book as a whole, um, I don't fully plan out a book. I don't think I'll ever be a full um like planner in this in this, like a full <laughs> plotter and stuff. Um but I definitely tackle it, I break it down to acts, because um, that's just how my books come out. Um, and then in each act I'll break down, okay, what are the key events? Like what is the what is the arc of this uh of this of this part? You know, what am I wanting to achieve? And then I'll break it down again in terms of what are the arcs for each of the individual like main point of views. Um, which so far as filling up My whiteboard. I had to buy a very big whiteboard for my (laughs) office. Um because like three, for instance, has three, six, eight point of views. Oh wow. Whereas I think book one and two have four or five. So there's like an extra few in in book three. So I was like, (laughs) hence why the word counts to be enormous. So I had to kind of plan (laughs) out a little bit more in terms of. Just, just loose guidelines and loose, like, goals in mind for each. Um, so that's kind of my writing style and sort of process has definitely changed in sort of how I tackle it, book, which is why, you know, book two only took me, say, I think it was like three and a half or four months to write in a very oh, wow. insane pace. But I, um, I definitely drafted that book in about four months, which oh, wow. for 170,000 words at draft, I was... A little fried by the end, but I did it. Um, and you know, we, my editor and I, definitely hacked away at it. So I think final word count's about one hundred and forty thousand words. Um, yeah, you definitely, I definitely had to kind of develop a bit more of a process and not wing the entire series as much as the way I winged book one a bit when I first did the draft, <laughs> which is why I like the first draft for book one was so bad, so so bad. Like it was just absolute a steaming dumpster pile of just garbage. <laughs> and I'm so glad that only a few people ever witnessed the travesty that it was. <laughs> um and thank God for my editor uh and some really good beta readers to get it to a point where I was like, oh it's it's an act it's a good story now. Like I'm really happy yeah. with the story as a whole now.
0: People can read this now, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's, it's not enough that I want to, like, crawl into a hole and <laughs> just cry, just this sheer travesty that I've entered into the world and just absolutely just oh, torture people with. I'm like, no, there's a process now. Like, book three is definitely going to be much more, um, definitely much more organised in terms of the planning. Like, my whiteboard at the moment has um, part two or act two, um. You know, detailed out, and I'm really excited to write Act Two because there's certain reunions that are that haven't occurred yet in the series that may or may oh, not f- be occurring in this uh, act. Um, oh, that's cool. Which, when you read the series, you'll you'll know, you know, uh, on a few reunions. That is that is all the spoilers I'm giving for that. So. <laughs> There's some really good moments in each of the acts and
1: mm.
2: I'm super excited with book two Um, and book three is just going to... It might traumatise some people, but, you know, <laughs> we're here for a painful time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Well, if they complain, right? At least you know you did it well, so either way, right? <laughs> well,
2: I'm kind of waiting for, to see what the... uh the general responses for the ending of book two um, in terms of how much people might want to hunt me down and um, maybe drag me out and be like, you need to give us book three now. I'm like, well, (laughs) you're going to have to wait another twelve months. (laughs) Maybe, or maybe a little bit longer. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: I'm I'm sorry in advance for those who read book two. Um, It doesn't end on it. a lot <laughs> happens, a lot happens in that final act, and there's just enjoy,
0: <laughs> not really a cliffhanger, more like a cliff looking over right like that's what my friend just said about yeah, this book it. Here. You,
1: know, you might need
2: therapy afterwards, you might not <laughs> um we'll see we'll see how you go.
0: don't worry, guys uh she'll be yeah. providing uh coupons for for therapy um. We just talked about that. My buddy and I, we had something happen to a character, and I I was so upset. <laughs> like, I'm like, we read eight books in Males, Book of the Fallen, and then this character dies. I, every, he kills every character I love. I'm like, I can't do it anymore. I'm like, I've got I got to be done. I told everybody, we got to be done soon. I'm like, I can't do it anymore. I'm like, we get get so into these characters, you know, in eight or nine books, and then they just, we just wax them off all the time. Uh, I felt like it was George R.R. R. Martin Jr. or something like that. So I definitely understand, you know, needing to go and talk to somebody after reading a book because I really had to after our last uh, read. So it was it was very emotional for me. So still, yeah, I like can't talk about
2: Yeah, like I always kill off a character, but I will definitely traumatize them. Um,
1: <laughs> I will ruin their lives.
2: <laughs> the, trauma will get worse. the trauma will get worse as the series <laughs> goes on, um, which yeah it's sorry in advance <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you guys know nobody else apologizes so I feel like we're ahead of the game here so
2: <laughs> yeah well I mean I another sort of big thing I mean book two's got a book one will have it once I get through the reformatting um but it does have content warnings at the start of the book. So if anyone goes into my stuff or has any concerns, like you can also check out my website. I do have like full cool content warnings on my, uh, mm-hmm. on my mm-hmm. website in terms of a breakdown. So if you're worried about any triggers or content stuff, like it'll be on my website, it'll be at the start of the book. Um, I think like it's, it's nothing too, nothing too crazy. It's just a, like a dot point list of everything. Um, yeah, so it's yeah. nice and, th-
0: I feel like that's helpful for like like yeah like young adult and you know parents I mean I have people ask me all they ask me that all the time for content warnings for books I hand out books like they're candy um you know and suggest them so I feel like that that's really smart I'm gonna have to really think about that for the future that's really yeah that's really good I haven't seen anybody do that yet yeah I've
1: certainly
2: seen more and more authors do it especially in you know sort of fantasy or sort of those darker new adult kind of stories which we do de- we do tend to touch on topics and explore themes mm-hmm. that are very very dark very very dark. yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah
2: and there are definitely going to be a little bits and pieces in my book that are going to be triggering for you know some of my readers so
1: mm.
2: I kind of just want to educate them in terms of hey like this is what's in the book like I'm not pressuring you to read myself but I want you to get informed and have some expectations going into the series so I mean that's probably another big thing that I've sort of taken away from in my process of book two to book one but mm. I'm like okay interesting I do write I, I am writing a progressively dark series it doesn't book one's not horrendously dark but it definitely has its moments and then the series does progressively get darker and darker as it goes so i was like oh i should probably put some warnings in this
0: yeah yeah that's yeah that's that's very smart (laughs) yeah i'm not definitely thinking about that i think that's very smart um so for that last one what is one thing you hope that happens from now until our next interview maybe it's next year maybe it's six months from now what's one thing that you want to happen from now until then
2: i well, i definitely hope that i've got the queen of blood and Fury, and i've got book one and book two like fully <laughs> formatted <laughs> and sort of away,
1: fair nice. fair
2: <laughs> um, fair i hope that i've got the draft done for book three um to my future self, please, if you haven't done it already, please, my God, get on it. Um, and I hope that yeah, I'm I gonna st- my... I'm gonna send
0: this to you in about three months. <laughs> just, just a clip. Yeah, <laughs> note to
2: self: um, sort your shit out and finish writing. <laughs> um, and I hope that I get my um my sapphic fantasy. I hope that gets released either the end of this year or the start of next year. I hope that. that- enters into the world and, you know, that means that I've got three three books out in the world, which is wild to start thinking about. That I'm like, oh, it's yeah. not just I have one book in the world. Like that number is starting to grow and I'm <laughs> like, oh. So I hope I've got a few more books out by the time we talk again or that I'm about to release more books and that my drafting is far better than it is right now. So, <laughs> fingers
0: crossed. Man, do I know that feeling. (laughs) I told my friend that I was going to ask you that question. And he goes, I'm going to ask you that question next Sunday. (laughs) And he goes, then I'm going to stick you to some sort of schedule. That way I get to read X, Y, and Z from you. I'm like, okay. I said, okay, that's fair. So I think those are all very, very fair goals. And I feel that you will definitely be able to accomplish them. So I'm actually really excited for our fourth interview, um, particularly for the new fantasy series, uh, but book three as well. Um, Because by then I'll have read book one and book two, so uh, I can be on the edge of my seat (laughs) for book three. Uh, So that'll be really nicely timed there. So that's really awesome. Uh, And then I probably should have added that, but do you have any uh, other news, updates, promos, current projects other than book three and the new fantasy series that you'd like to discuss with us?
2: not at the moment i am uh i will just say to any of the listeners here today i am on tiktok um and i am doing lots of giveaways over the next few weeks and months oh, cool. um so if you want to get yourself a free copy i've still got some old first edition copies of the galadash story that do have a few typos in them that are going to be some free giveaways um i'll be doing some library drops and uh like oh, public cool. mystery drops uh in my area. So if you are in Australia oh, as cool. well, maybe keep uh, an eye out for that. But I'll be doing lots of giveaways and goodies and more exciting stuff to come uh with my website and my writing. So stay
1: tuned. Oh, super
0: cool. I, TikTok. I totally that's forgot cool. about that. You'll, you'll have to tag me and we'll have to plan some stuff because I would love to to help you out with the TikTok in particular um yeah and I know we talked about doing that before so I that's that, that's definitely on my list so uh anything I can do to to help you out with that just let me know um we could always extend it or you know try and get some more entries or something like that um you know on my other social media and things like that anything like that I'd love to help you with so let me know you know what I can do to help you out and we'll try and you know get it out there and get as many people you know to go see book one and book two as possible and we just want to remind our audience, you know, like, you know, we mentioned earlier, just make sure that, you know, anytime, you you know, you have, a you know, any author, but particularly indie author, you know, if you've had one of their products, whether it's Audible, you know, whether, you know, it's Kindle or paperback, please, 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 please make sure you're going and reviewing those. If you, you know, have somebody such as CM Quinn that you really love to read, you know, the easiest way to make sure they keep, you know, getting you more books and more products is to go and review them. So that's going to be, again, our huge push for season two. We just want to remind people to do that. So thank you so much for coming on again. I'm so glad that we could figure it out with both of our crazy schedules. But I told my wife, I was like, I just want to do this interview. (laughs) I just want to see what the update was like and, you know, ask some questions that I've been trying to ask you for a while. I've been trying to save them, not ask you on, you know, on tiktok or you know or twitter or something and a message i wanted you know other people to see the answer to uh, and learn from it as well so i was trying to save them so i was like i'm doing this tonight i was like maybe i got to go to australia myself but we're going to get this interview done you know either way so i'm so glad that we could could do that i actually i got a lot of notes myself so you know just you know same as the last two um i, I went over the last two actually with a buddy of mine recently i kept sending him um when we were talking about particularly our second interview. So, It's always a pleasure. I always get a lot out of it. But, you know, like I said, if there's anything I can do to help you out, you know, with spreading book two, um, book one, um, you know, especially news for book three, just let me know. And, you know, per usual, I'll help you out as best I can. All right.
2: right. Thank you for having me on.
0: Yeah. Anytime. Anytime you want to come on to chat or you know digress about (laughs) i love talking to you about advertisement and you know tiktok or any of those things i feel like you always have a lot to say and i always learn a lot so anytime you want to come on you just let me know my friend and we'll get you on here so
2: thank
1: you
0: perfect yeah we have a good rest of the well the morning uh the rest of your afternoon and i will talk to you on social media my friend all
1: right bye
0: see you later